just came in the bedroom and took your pants and just started twerking upside down i was twerking upside down i think you were in a bad mood i think you were just in a bad mood i'm like abby needs to laugh right now i don't think i was in a bad mood i think it was just in a normal mood and you just came in there and corrupted me we had some girl scouts come to our tour yesterday <laughs> here's something about abby when she has cash she considers it free these girl scouts came to the door and abby said i want every box i am sad to inform you all i failed dry january literally the same day that you said you were going to do dry january it was it was the same day that we recorded the podcast where i said that i was doing dry january delete tiktok everyone you don't need it everybody on tiktok that follows us is going to delete tiktok i care about them that much <laughs> i will let this business die What's, What's up, dudes? dudes? And welcome back to the Unplanned Podcast. Yeah. You guys, we went number eight on society and culture recently on the Spotify podcast chart. So thank you for listening. Thank you for turn- tuning in. Cool. That's just like crazy that we've been doing this now for a whole year. We're, we've done a whole year of the Unplanned Podcast. That's wild. It does not feel that long. I'll be honest with you. I still feel like nervous before we film these i'm like i hope i don't me too why do, do I, something weird why do i do that i'm just i but i am weird though so i just have to embrace it and just just be okay with that you're weird too we're both weird actually we were just thinking about this in the car matt is a chronic overthinker and yes. the longer we're married the more i'm noticing it and it makes me sad like matt will convince himself and i'm sure some of you can relate out there mm-hmm. but he will convince himself just based off of like the tiniest little thing or sometimes there's no evidence at all that somebody dislikes him. Yeah. Well, no, I just think or that, that you've burned a bridge. With I somebody. overanalyze the crap out of literally everything. Everything that I do. Yeah, relationships, like um, literally any type of work you ever done. Make, videos you made. Um, I think it comes in handy with content. Any I think, decision, even well, driving decisions, you overthink. I think it helped. It's helped me like make myself better at certain things. I think I obsess about things so much that I just like by nature get better at them because I'm so I want to be better so bad. But then it can be pretty toxic sometimes, right? Just no, like my, my brain can't shut off. It's sad to for me to see you go through that because I'm like, Matt, first of all, sometimes you do convince me that people in our life don't like us anymore. Like you convince <laughs> me. I'm like, but then I like step back and I'm like, wait, I'm literally only listening to what Matt says. This isn't based in reality. Like everything's yeah. fine. I think they like us. Like why are we so worried? Or and even even podcast guests too because a lot of podcast guests we have on, like for the most part, the only conversation we have with them is on the podcast. We do chat a little bit beforehand. Just we don't just do a cold open. Oh, I feel open. like we're best buds with like everyone we've ever talked to on the podcast. That's okay. But maybe that I'm is also true. delusional in the other way. I'm like, I think you're very friends. optimistic. Um, which you. is a good thing. Yeah, I like that about you. But no, some... I truly love everyone that we've had on the podcast. Oh, like, yeah, I, me too. I'm like, I would literally, you can come over to my house. We can go shopping, grab a coffee together. Totally, totally. <laughs> but I think that's just kind of the attitude. I think we're very friendly people. Like, well, we want to hang out with all of our neighbors. We want to get to know everybody. But you're worried that they don't feel the same way about you. Yeah, but I do worry about people like, do they like me? Like, do they think Aww. I'm weird? Did I say something stupid? I don't know. No, like, Matt's overthinking just... extends, like I said to him, even driving. Like, anytime mm-hmm. there's a green light that yellow today, light red light that happened today when you weren't when you were picking up the bagels at einstein's i chronically stop at uh, areas that don't have a stop sign when everybody else has a stop sign but i have the right yes. away and it confuses the crap out of people yeah, <laughs> so this man like- wait i have to tell the story this man like i i stopped the car full stop knowing dang well that there's no stop sign for me and i'm just like waving him on and he's so confused why do you do like, that he's like what he's like what is going on like why is this man stopping for no stop sign and i'm just waving him on you and after do that about too 10 and- seconds he's like i guess i'll go i guess this guy's waving me on but i just i overthink it i overthink the road sometimes you do that with people turning left too like if you're going straight you have the right of way but then you let people go ahead and turn left like randomly uh-huh. i'm like you're gonna cause an accident like just trying to be friendly on the road yeah it's it's pretty it's a condition maybe i should seek help for it maybe it plays into adhd which by the way i still haven't i still haven't gotten medicated for adhd i feel like Mm -hmm. it'd be so easy to if i went ahead and got the the appointment you know yeah maybe we should make put that on the list for this week as a non-negotiable could you do it for me that would be so helpful i feel like i get so distracted it's hard to manage you personally it's just very difficult i have an announcement to make i am sad to inform you all i failed dry january literally the same day that you said you were gonna do January. it was it was the same day that we recorded the podcast where i said that i was doing dry january because it was that night that i went and surprised my college roommate in knoxville um tennessee and it was so fun the energy was high and he was like guys i have this special whiskey i'd love us to t- like all get a glass and i'm like and i'm like ah, i can't guys i'm doing dry january and they're like come on matt it's like one and then i was like well you know what 
I'm with the boys. This rarely happens. Maybe I'll just do a dry February instead. And then I had another glass. And then the next day at the mountain, I had two beers. So I had four drinks. No. And then at yeah. dinner, no, let me and say then this. at dinner, you little snake, you got me to have wine with you at dinner. Yeah. Well, so I heard that Matt broke his dry January <laughs> and I was like, wow, you literally just said, I don't care that you don't drink, but I just care that you like follow through with things because yeah. I think that part of you is that you say things well, and then you don't follow through. I get a lot of big ideas yes. and I, I want to do it all. And the reality is I can't do it all. No, um, actually, this is a reoccurring thing in our marriage. Yeah. Matt will literally say things. You just have to understand. Like, he'll say things that have 100% no intentions of actually doing that. Well, so, an example, yeah. but he'll say in front of, like, our family, we're going to go to Japan in March. And I'll be sitting there. I'll be like, yeah, mm-hmm. Japan in March <laughs> sounds great. Like, I literally just have learned to just go along with it. And I'm like, that sounds awesome. And I would say 2% of those really out there things that you say actually come to fruition or even are brought up. A second time and so i just have had to tell my family because they'll be like well i wanted to do this in march but i guess you're going to japan and i'll be like no 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 we're not going to japan they're like i thought matt just said you're going to japan i'm like no 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 no. he doesn't mean that he's just saying that i feel like i do better with short-term plans like when i plan yeah. things long-term for instance i plan to go with our neighbors to a arizona coyotes hockey game um and I had to cancel it because I did. I planned it a month in advance, and then sporadically the day before, my roommates were like, "Dude, let's go surprise our roommate in Knoxville." And I was like, "Of course, I have to go to that because I want to. Cold, you know, I, I want to make sure that those relationships from college don't die. Those are my groomsmen. Sure. They're my homies. I got to make sure that I'm still getting with them." And so I go to that, and then I freaking missed the hockey game. That was like the one thing that I planned a month in advance. So I am very sporadic, but I like living life that way. I think it's fun. I I don't know. I don't make plans that far out it's always yeah, last minute i'm trying to though because i want to have more friends true but you do was, have to do that with other I, I think to like keep friendships as an adult you but know a while back i was trying to set up a time for us to hang out with another couple with their baby dude and they were like okay um what are you doing and then they set a date that was literally almost two months well, from the date that we were currently at i think it was with somebody that we were hanging with back in like october or november and they wanted to hang in January. The first week of January, I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I don't have any clue what we're going to be doing then. So, yeah, we could maybe stand to, I don't know. Yeah. But I will say this, though. Your I like family, being sporadic. Your family has had to get used to me being like, oh, my gosh, we're in Montana right now. I love Montana. Let's move here. Mm-hmm. You know, I kind of say I basically every time I travel somewhere, say I say, say that I want to move there. I basically do. And I really do mean it. I know you mean we, it. If we lived in every place that we visited for, I don't know, a couple months, that'd be so cool. Like, how cool would it be if we got to experience a summer in New York City or, um, I was about to say a winter in Chicago, but I do not want to do a winter in Chicago. No. That would be horrible. No, Winters no. in Chicago are We're not absolute built for that. butthole. I hate that. I would never, I would, you couldn't pay me enough to do a winter in Chicago. It's kind of fun if you just do like one day at Christmas time. Even that though, we would go to Chicago with Abby's family um, to this like German Christmas market and around Christmas. Babe, every, a and, lot of people know about this Christmas market. Okay, it's pretty well known. Apparently, <laughs> we go to the wall. We go to the Walnut Room. I'm just giving all sorts of details now. Yeah, uh, like Chicago is a fun place at Christmas, yeah. but then you step outside, and it, it is actually cuts you to the bone. Horrible, horrible, horrible. I heard. Um, people couldn't even charge their electric cars in Chicago recently because of how cold it got I with the heard cold front. That. Like, is that not insane? It was in the negatives. Wait, why doesn't it not work? Like, why? Do, I don't it has get something it. to do with the electrical current or something. I don't, I'm not an electrician. I don't know how it works. What but do they do in Antarctica? Not, I guess they just don't buy Teslas in Antarctica. I'm no, but how does any of their electricity work? That's a really good question. We should ask them. A generator? We should have somebody on the podcast from Antarctica and talk to them. That is a crazy life. It's pretty much only scientists there, right? I think so. I don't know who would just move to Antarctica just for the heck of it. Mr. Beast did a video there, actually. Did you see mm. that one? I don't think that would be a fun trip, you know? Mm. We've talked about that because I kind of wanted to go to Alaska, and you were like, I don't want to go to Alaska. Well, it's too cold. I've been to Alaska. It's pretty. I've never been. Yeah. I want to see the Northern Lights. That would be awesome. That would be cool. I, oh, my gosh. Remember that one time we did stargazing? That's one of my favorite things to do. Sometimes... <laughs> um so boring. I love how we're... You think it's boring? <laughs> Come on. That was way too educational. Wait, I was sitting there. I was like, they're showing constellations. I was like, I can, I cannot follow. Well, this was, I think it was like a, a mini baby moon that we did to Joshua Tree. We drove all the way to Joshua Tree with our first pregnancy. Yes, yeah, so I was already tired. My, I mean, tell you what, I've been carrying a baby around all day. My brother and I are nerds. You know, we like astrology and looking at the stars. And we had a telescope. We had a whole freaking telescope to look at stars in this 
guide that came to the house to like show us everything and you and my sister-in-law abigail did not give a crap you guys i was there for the hot chocolate yeah it was so you thought that was boring yeah See, i thought that was so and i cool. felt bad i loved that that man was so passionate about it i love that there's people that know about that and it just i don't that knowledge doesn't need to be shared with me i just personally see like when i look up in the stars i just dream like i just i'm oh, just my man. mind is freaking blown at how beautiful our universe is and how many stars and planets there are out there and it's just so vast and our are brain you getting emotional? maybe a little bit yeah maybe i don't what? know i don't know just about our universe is pretty cool <laughs> i have a hard time with this because you never get emotional and then randomly a tear will come to your eye and it actually like Whereas it could be touching for me, yeah. it makes me angry because it's at the least appropriate times. Okay, there's we were watching yesterday on Netflix is not a tearjerker. <laughs> but the scene, the scene where the mother and the daughter reunite in the end was beautiful. That was so sweet. But a tear was not brought to your eye when your child came into this world. Okay, Either I'm one. sorry. I can't choose when I tear up. Okay, <laughs> I don't have control over that. I'm not me, like you in that regard. I've gotten more emotional now that we've had kids. Your emotions. Yeah, you're straight up gaslighting me right now. I honestly don't even fully understand what that word means, to be honest. Mm. I, I feel like I kind of do now. People have explained it to me. From what I understand, how would you explain gaslighting to somebody I just Google it, that doesn't I don't really know. that doesn't fully understand? I think it's just like basically you're trying to convince somebody of something that isn't there, right? Yeah, like, or like that their emotions are not valid. Yes, that. Right. You know, there, I mean, there's so many different circumstances where it can fall. Okay, it's psychological manipulation of a person, usually over an extended period of time, that causes the victim to question the validity of their own thoughts, perception, or reality, or memories, and typically leads to confusion, loss of confidence, and self-esteem, uncertainty of one's emotions, or mental stability. Seems like it could be a lot of things, but I think it's just basically like you've definitely mental manipulation. <laughs> wow i feel like you'd be really honestly i feel like you'd be really good at it honestly yeah i probably could you abby is so much better in a disagreement at using her words to effectively communicate how she feels than i am <laughs> i'm just like well you i and i like can't even i don't even know what to say i don't know it just you get mad i feel like i have nothing there's nothing to to do there i'm so. sorry honey i've hey. told you that i feel like i have to be careful because i feel like i could run a marathon around you with my words you really could you could run multiple marathons. So sometimes you could I'm, do a triathlon around me with your words. You also were... It's because I read a lot more books than you. You were in speech and I don't think you did debate, but you did like, you were did public I speaking engagements. I would have liked engagements. debate, honestly. As a kid, you were like a kid public speaker. You're really, really <laughs> good at it. Thank you. And you have great diction. Sometimes I, I like stutter over my words. It's, made, it's not because I actually have a condition. I just get nervous and in my head sometimes and I oh, stutter. Do you want to talk about that? No. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. What I wanted to talk about though was the date we went on the other day. Abby planned. We we take turns planning out dates, okay? And so I took Abby on a date where we repeat, repeated our first date, and then we also Wait, did a date. Wait, you have to describe it because it was really cute. I did that on the last podcast. Oh, see, I just talk here and I never remember what yeah. happened. Okay, but you then we told went them. and saw a bunch of new movies, which we should talk about those movies that we saw. Mm, um, mm -hmm. But but the date was so good, you guys. So. Um, Abby and I went to Einstein and got breakfast. Okay. It was three parts, three parts of this date. Mm -hmm. First step was breakfast. Second step was hot yoga. And the third step was the juice bar. And dude, hot yoga was awesome. I don't know what happened in there, but I felt, I felt the Zen. I felt the namaste. I felt so peaceful. Like the lady just had a soothing voice as she talked about finding balance in your life and, and truth and truth and peace. And, peace. and it was just like, I was so mentally present and I realized while we were doing hot Your yoga, heart. yeah, I just realized how like mentally present, how I'm not mentally present a lot of times. Thank you to ZocDoc for sponsoring this portion of the episode. We all know there are things in life where we have to make compromises. And for us, sometimes that's buying the off brand of some of our favorite cereals because we just like to save that money. But with health, there is no <laughs> compromise. We, like to save that money. we do. We like to save that money. But we like with, to save that money. But with your health, there's no compromise. So don't go back to doctors who weren't the right fit for you. Instead, check out ZocDoc, the place where you can find and book doctors who will make you feel comfortable, listen to, and prioritize your health. And you can search by location, availability, insurance. So literally, there's no compromises here because with ZocDoc, you've got more options than you know. Some of the best things about ZocDoc is it's free 
free. It's a free app and website where you can search and compare highly rated in-network doctors near you and instantly book appointments with them online. We're talking about booking appointments with tens of thousands of top rated patient reviewed credible doctors and specialists. I should look into this. Maybe I could use ZocDoc to get me my uh, medication for ADHD. I feel like that's a lot more convenient than trying to arrange a time where you can see someone in person if it's something that you don't have to see someone in person Exactly. For. It just seems like it's so convenient to set up all these appointments and you, you don't have to go in person for it. It's all virtual and it's free. You just use their free app or website. And it probably opens you up to so many more professionals that can help you because it's not limited to your physical area that you're in. Also, the typical wait time to see a doctor on ZocDoc is literally 24 to 72 hours. That's it. You can even score same day appointments too. That's incredible. That never happens. I feel like it's always like, Dude. Uh, we'll see you in three months. Thank you. Yeah. Go to ZocDoc slash unplanned and download the ZocDoc app for free. Then find and book a top-rated doctor today. That's ZocDoc.com slash unplanned. ZocDoc.com slash unplanned. There's also like a link in our description too. Back to the episode. Being a creator and being a business owner, my brain is constantly thinking about business and creating. And, you know, it's it's what I love to do, but I think too much of any one thing is not bad. It's it's an unbalanced life. And so my brain is like a lot of times in La La Land thinking of ideas and like trying to come up with like how we can make the budget work and how we can make all these different things play out and business and creation, all this. And it's like, whoa, what if I'm just like present in the moment? I just felt so present during that class. Yeah. It was really cool. I feel like yoga... That's why I just like doing like vinyasa yoga. I what think that? that yoga can be a good workout. It's basically, it, that's what we did. Oh, we did vinyasa yoga. They called it hot yasa, but I think it's standing hot for yasa? vinyasa. Okay. But um, it's like, you know, you're doing these sequences, but it's not like necessary. Like you're, there's a lot of strength and fle- like flexibility incorporated in it, but it's not necessarily like designed to be a workout. Because if I was doing a workout heated like that, I think I would like go crazy Mm. but um you know you feel it in your muscles like you can be more bendy when it's hot like that no i was stretching really good you feel so good afterwards because you just sweat so much you just feel like i don't know just refreshed could you see the salt in your sweat did you it notice? was getting in my eyes and it was burning. Yes. And did you notice like on my mat, I could see all these droplets that had, it looked like there was sodium in there. It looked like there was salt just hanging out because I was sweating so much. I was like, wow, I'm really getting rid of all this excess sodium that I just got from my bagel at Einstein's, you know? Mm. It was kind of cool to see all that. Interesting. Yeah. So that was my little day date I planned. But um, yeah, we've been really on a movie streak too with our dates because mm-hmm. we saw Wonka and we saw The Hunger Games. And then I just saw Mean Girls, which I feel bad for going without you, honestly. I saw one of our fellow creators, Chris, from TikTok, made a cameo in Mean Girls, he which is did. cool. What did you think? Was that pretty cool? And that was a, pretty awesome. A fellow TikToker. Yeah, and there was also um, twins. I'm pretty sure they're friends with Brooklyn and Bailey. They were in it, too, from social media. Oh, really? Do you know who I'm talking about? I want to say Meryl. The but Meryl not, twins. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they were in it, too. People have said that we should have the Meryl twins on our podcast before. We should. I'm pretty sure they were... All, I'm pretty sure they were in it too. I think they've collabed with Brooklyn, Brooklyn and Bailey before. And so when we did the episode with Brooklyn and Bailey, everybody was like, have the Merrill Twins. Have we, the Merrill Twins. I would twins. love to have them on. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Someone send this to them. Tell them send we want this to the Merrill <laughs> Twins. <laughs> we'll do it. We'll do it ourselves. But um, anyway, the movie, I thought, okay, first of all, apparently it's a TikTok trend. People recording their boyfriend when they find out that Mean Girls is a musical. Because I didn't know it was a musical. And I think that's because a lot of the advertising for it doesn't show that it's a musical. I wonder why they do that. Is it a purposeful thing? Because they don't, they want to make sure people aren't scared away by it being, it maybe, being like a musical? Maybe. Because I love musical mu- movies. I loved how Wonka was a musical. It was so well done. Yeah. It was, um, at first, I, I think I was just like surprised. But as a theater person, I was like, oh wait, this is fun. And then, um, I mean, it makes sense. Music, mean Girls is a Broadway musical. But I, I did hear right. that they had to change the key of a lot of the songs for the actors selected for the movie. Oh, really? Because they were too uh, high? Apparently, yeah. Okay. But um, I'm not here to... Here's the thing about me. When it comes to movies, I am there to be entertained. And I just want to enjoy it. And I'm not sitting mm-hmm. there trying to critique it and pick it apart. Yeah. Like, there's clearly so much talent that went into producing this film and i can appreciate that there was a it was really 
good and it was cute and it was enjoyable. I have nothing bad to say about it. Fun I fact. I thought Renee Rapp was incredible. Fun fact, though, um, we we know some people that were in the Mean, Gir- mean Girls Broadway musical. There was, mm-hmm. uh, well, okay, some of them not personally, but like the theater that Abby and I met doing shows at uh, professionally as like kids, I guess. We mm-hmm. were we were in the chorus. The, I the wasn't youth, professional. The youth chorus. Yeah, we weren't paid. It was like we had gotten to be in this <laughs> professional show. Um, but I know like uh, Taylor Lauterman was, I think, Regina George on Broadway and she had, was she? she grew up in like St. Louis and did shows at the Muni and then there was a... I thought she was Katie for some reason. And then uh, was it... Uh, Daryl, right? Daryl yeah, from the Muni. He was, he was in, in Mean Girls on Broadway, so like super cool. Just like some different people that we did shows with growing up. As it's like shame on me, but I honestly did not know any of the Mean Girls songs. Do you know them? No, actually, I don't. <laughs> I didn't I'll know be them on, either. Yeah, I don't. And but apparently, Aaron Samuels is supposed to have some songs, but he's not a singer, so they didn't do any of his songs. Okay. But um, yeah, it was it was really enjoyable. I liked it a lot. You have to see. It. You would Doesn't like that it. Doesn't that make you want to do theater? Okay, honestly, since we've been on such a movie kick, it makes me not theater necessarily. What's it, a, a movie musical? No, I want to I don't so want badly. To sing. I'm terrible at singing. I would love to. You're the singer, dude. If I could be, if I could have been in West Side Story, the movie, I would have crapped my pants. That would have mm. been the coolest thing ever. Well, you're practically already in West Side Story in your own music videos you've been making. <laughs> stop it! I don't want to stop. That okay, is all right. My plan. I'll be honest. So I've been making these like musical like video things for my music, and it's weird because like I low key want to do video jet. <laughs> I low key would love to like dance and then like sing. You at told the me same you did time. a pirouette. I legit did a pirouette. Did that well, one make the final cut? It didn't make the final Dang, cut because it just on. looked. It didn't look cool. Hey, wait, can you release the pirouette footage on the unplanned podcast Instagram so if we can people all see remind it? us? Yes, remind us to post the pirouette video and I'll post it. But that is so. See, this is the type of content you get if you follow the <laughs> unplanned podcast Instagram. You get some exclusive. I don't know, dude. Stuff. Like. I guess okay. Some people would put that behind a paywall. Honestly, I would be I would be way more apt to like dance to my music if I had a choreographer because I've never been a choreographer. Like I, and I, I no, I can move well. Like I took dance my whole entire life, but I'm not like I would not say that I'm like a. I'm nowhere near professional. You could do Magic Mike. I saw you. Okay. But Matt took his pants. You gotta stop. Can I tell them? What are you talking about? Do you know what I'm about to say? No, this what happens probably once a month, but you just came in the bedroom and took your pants and just started twerking <laughs> upside oh, I, down. I was twerking upside down. I think you were in a bad mood. I think you were just in a bad mood. I'm like, Abby needs to laugh right now. And I got on the wall I and I started I twerking. I don't think I was in a bad mood. I think I was just in a normal mood and you just came in there and corrupted me. You needed to have your mood elevated. And I think I did that. I think I, yeah. Honestly, you just threw me off big time. Do you know how I learned how to twerk upside down? Why do I want to say it was your brother, brother. Caleb? <laughs> In high school, I think he was just like randomly. I, he's okay. kind of he's hilarious. You he's weird. Told me some things that we have you some did weird. That I have you some really weird stories I cannot say on the internet. Kid, and they I are never, staying private. I never want to be around Caleb when you talk about it again because <laughs> I think my face will just go completely red. I'll be like, we can't. I don't want to um, know. But yeah, I learned how to twerk for my brother, and so. <laughs> and where um, did he learn it? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I think from high school parties because he was more of like the... Is that what they're doing at the high school? Actually, yeah. Matt, can I tell you what the Mean Girls movie made me terrified of? Our kids going to high school? Yes. Yes. Matt, kids, also, kids are so mean. Yes. Yes. And I also think that be, the social media was a huge aspect of that's what like um chris and those twins it was like the clip was like them making a tiktok about something that was oh they were tiktokers but they in didn't the include movie. tiktok but it was clear that the app being used was tiktok and mm-hmm. like people like so it just made me terrified of having a high schooler obviously social media will be totally different when we have kids in high school but like imagine something goes down at school and then yeah. a kid makes a TikTok, and then with the TikTok algorithm, that can be pushed out and go viral. Yeah, that's really And that sad. could ruin a child, like their children, their, their prefrontal yeah. cord. We were literally just talking about this last night. High school, we made some decisions. Stupid crap. Like, I, I, I was not tackled. fully developed. Did you know that I got tackled while I was ding-dong ditching in high school? Did I tell you about that? I was 15, and I literally, I, I, I just I just started hanging out with all the, like, the good kids. I 
made some I made a poor decision my freshman year and then I ended up like starting hanging out with a completely new crowd but then there was one knucklehead in the new crowd that was like let's go ding dong ditching and he convinced all of us to go ding dong ditching okay but that's then, so harmless true until you get tackled no, by I, a homeowner who was pissed because he had to wake up at 5 a.m and we were, it was literally 9 30 at night we ding dong ditched at 9 30 like it wasn't like it was 1 a.m wait was, why did you just say 5 a.m then well, because he had to wake up at 5 a.m. So he was like, oh, I have to effing wake up at 5 a.m. You guys just ding-dong dish my house. And then he like literally chased us and he tackled me. Okay, he that, caught up that to guy me. was not sane. That is weird. That's he on him. He probably could have been arrested for that. Because like ding-dong dishing is not okay, but you can't just like tackle a 15-year-old when you're like 35. Mm, I don't know. You kind of get into a gray area because you could maybe make an argument for trespassing. Can you though? I mean, it's the, it's probably, I don't know. I, I'm curious how that would have I feel like there's up. a lot of things I would have done before I tackled a child. Yeah, I was a good kid too. Like, I was Did you tell out. your parents? I was freaking out though. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna get beat up or I'm gonna die. Like, well, like yeah. Your adrenaline's pumping so hard. And then I was yelling. I was like, he tackled me. Like to all my buddies that they knew that the dude was like literally on me. Cause I was like, I need, I need backup. He stayed on you? Like, he tackled me. And then I- I can't honestly remember everything that happened um, because I was just so in the moment and so freaked out that I was going to die. But um, did you tell I, your parents? I don't think I told my parents because it's one of those things where you're like, you don't want to tell your parents that you got tackled for ding dong ditching. They're going to be like, why are you freaking ding dong ditching? I would say that, but then I'd call up that person and be like, um. He didn't punch me. Like if he would have physically attacked me. So he did tackle me, but it wasn't like he then beat me or punched me in the face or, you know, did anything horrible to me. I don't know. I just think if a kid, if kids did that to my house repeatedly, it would be annoying. I can understand that. But then also in my head, I'd be like, oh, it's kids. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like those Girl Scouts that came to our house Well, you know what's funny is now that there's uh, ring doorbell cameras, I feel like no kids can ding dong ditch now unless you're wearing a mask. Sure they can. I guess you could wear a mask or something. But then are they really going to take that footage to the police to track down whichever kid? But like, kid? okay, think about this though. If our kids go and ding-dong ditch the neighbors, the neighbors will know who the kids are that ding-dong ditch yeah, them. You can't do it in your neighborhood. Were you doing it in your neighborhood? No, it was somebody else's neighborhood. See? But it was, but my friend, he lived in the neighborhood, so the people would have known it was him. They would have been, like, they would have gone over to his parents and complained, and then he would have gotten in trouble. Back to what I was saying. It makes me terrified to have <sighs> high school age children that have access to social, social media, media like yeah. that and my only hope is that by the time our kids are in high school they're this is totally different because that makes me and it was so weird Matt for the first time that I can like really remember I fully related to the parents instead of that's the high schoolers weird. that's Matt, weird we were in high school like 10 years ago Abby that's what's weird to me we, we went, are okay old can we talk about this <laughs> I know this is a while ago, but Halloween, I felt so weird because like, I was like, who do I talk to right now? Like there were, there were like kids there, but then- What are you talking about? What on Halloween? Like we went to a trunk or treat party for Halloween this past year and all did the- Did you want to, did you resonate with the kids trunk or treating? No, but I was like, I'm not like one of these parents. Like all the parents were like 35 mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm 25. Like I'm not that old. Yeah. I, and then I I'm went like, to what a do we play even- date today and, or the other day and the mom was 37 and I'm 25. It's weird. And I get like, okay, so our friends that are like 35, 37, 39 that have kids our age, I can relate to them a lot more. Like we're in the same stage of life. We have a one and a half year old. We have a five month old. If you're also someone that's like 35, 40 and has a one and a half year old or a, you know, a kid. You're kind of the same. Yeah, you're in the same life stage. So it's like very easy to relate to each other. But what's weird to me is like a 35 or 40 year old that has like a 15 year old. And then I'm like, we. Matt, we're going to be, our kids have aged us. Having kids young is great, but it does age you. Which freaks me out because I want to stay young forever. I wish I could just freeze myself right now and just stay at 25. If I could live the rest of my life at 25, that'd be awesome. I don't want to get any older. My whole life, I've always wanted to get older. And then once I turned 21, I realized I don't want to get any older. This is scary. Until we got hit with that $1,000 fine in Hawaii because I was under 25 and they gave me the under 25 fee for the rental car. That was the most infuriating thing ever. It wasn't a fine. It was just an additional fee. The fee, yeah. So now that I'm 25, we don't have to pay the underage driver fee So I think 25 is perfect. That's what I'm saying. We should just freeze our age if we could do that. But yeah, I related with the parents on that one. And I also just got really sad for any current high schoolers that are, you know, going through a hard time. High school is such a weird, isolated experience. It can be great or it can be brutal. And I don't know if you're listening to this and you're in high school. I don't know if 
there are very many people that are in high school listening to this podcast, but just know that like, I want you to have a sense of identity that's not based on what your peers are saying about you because it's just a weird time. It's just, it's a hard time and it can be great and just surround yourself with people that are going to uplift you and cheer you on. This portion of today's episode is sponsored by Nutrafol. We have talked about Nutrafol before, but hair thinning is complicated, y'all. It's complicated. As a male, I have experienced firsthand the hard situation of hair thinning. Actually, Matt. <laughs> Actually, you have more hair thinning right now than I do because I look at the wall of the shower and since you're postpartum, yeah, it's a postpartum you have hair falling for out me. and going on the wall for of the you, shower. it's just male pattern baldness. That's just my dad Matt had it, had my grandpa. had this thing in his head last week that he was going to shave his head. I think I still might do it. See, the thing is, the problem with hair thinning it's actually much bigger than your hair alone like your skin hair it's a reflection of your health and internal factors that can impact the way your hair looks feels and grows yep Nutrafol's whole body approach multi-targets underlying root causes like stress hormone fluctuations and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker stronger hair so if you are freshly postpartum like myself Nutrafol has a postpartum vitamin designed to help you with hair thinning that is specific to the postpartum phase of life and if you're a male like me that wants to make sure they're not losing too much hair you can also get a male specific formula to help prevent hair loss yeah to do that you just go to their website Nutrafol.com you can take a help hair wellness quiz so they can personalize your hair health Mm -hmm. plan based on your specific root causes bingo so with Nutrafol building a hair routine is simple you purchase online no prescription or doctor's visits required it has free shipping and automated deliveries ensure you'll never miss a day you'll see results in about three to six months Nutrafol you guys is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over one million people seeing thicker stronger fast growing hair with less shedding that's awesome. So take the first steps to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code UNPLANNED. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and stylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code UNPLANNED. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code UNPLANNED. Back to the episode. Very few things make me as angry as girls being mean to other girls. It just is like, it doesn't even cross my mind. I honestly feel like this maybe has inspired me to literally go and, I don't know, find a group of high school girls I can just like, mother. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, because I am younger. I feel like I have a better advantage when it comes to like mentoring them than I, than like someone that's actually the age of their parents. Because, I don't know, I just want to be like, that's not real. Like, you are beautiful. You have so much potential. You're so talented. You're so smart. These things, like, I don't know. I feel like everyone's been talking nowadays about how the generation that's in high school right now has grown up so fast. They have the same Christmas wish list as I do. Which, when I was their age, we were talking about at least we wanted fuzzy notebooks. There was a TikToker that popped up on my FYP the other day. And I thought she was, like, legit our age. She's a high schooler. Like she was talking as if she were you, Abby, and she was saying all the things that she wanted for Christmas. This was like, you know, back when Christmas was going on. But it was just shocking to me with how similar some high schoolers are to And I've heard that us. they feel a lot of pressure to be older or to appear older. Weird. And that makes me so sad because you have one childhood. Like you have that's why I've always said I don't want our kids to work in high school because that is your childhood. No, I, I would disagree with you though, because mm. I still had a childhood, yet I worked in high school and I think it really taught me a lot about how business works. It taught me a work ethic. Um it wasn't I, I, I wasn't working full time, I wasn't working even part time. I was probably working at most like I don't know, maybe 12 hours a week at the busy season of time. Because I was I was mowing lawns. I, I had, okay, a, I had I a lawn mowing business for all my neighbors. It paid really well. I got to manage my clients, make sure that they were happy with their service, mow their lawn every week. I would be happy if our sons did that too. They're probably going to have some sort of like self-mowing lawn mower by the time that our kids are around. I think that even already exists, by the way. But um, I would love for our kids to work in high school and, and no, learn how that listen, works. No, listen, what I'm saying. What? I worked too. I was a nanny and I would work like all summer watching the same kids that I still love and talk to today. So Elise and Wes, if you're watching this, I love you so much. Um, but I was saying that I don't want them to have to work because 
you can learn work ethic. You can learn all those things that you just said through your extracurriculars. And that is the one time in your life where you can try everything. That's that's your time to find what you're passionate about. Or like you can, it's a great time to discover what you're passionate about. Some people don't find that till they're later in life. But I think that age is so is such a great time. Like I said, just to try everything, do everything and not be tied down to something because you have the rest of your life to work. I don't know, though, because I feel like high school was part of the time that I got a little glimpse of what it was like to be an entrepreneur. Setting your own hours, working as that's much or as little as I'm, you wanted. I, that's what I, that's kind of how I interpret it. I guess Especially that, I'm if, talking about having a job, Matt. Like you're talking about mowing lawns. I'm talking about, and like that's the same as like nannying, where you like can, you just, you're offering a service that you're in charge a of. A nanny in a way is an entrepreneur. If you're a babysitter and you're like trying. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So you, you're okay with that then? I'm okay with that stuff. If you're, if the kid is choosing you, I'm saying I don't want them to go out and get a Work job. Work at Subway at, or yeah, Chipotle. Yeah. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Okay, I can more align with that. What about the summertime, though? What if they're not doing anything in the summer and then... I think they should go do things in the summer. But not work at Chipotle. If they want to, that's totally different than like having... Like me being like, you need to learn work ethic, so you're going to go and get a job. I think that would be only something if our kid's like wildly out of line. (sighs) I mean, it's tough. I think it just depends on the kid. It really depends on the kid, like what direction you give them. I don't want them to... I don't want that to have to happen because I just... That's their time to do that. Your, your your childhood is so short. I think it's all about balance. I think people make school big, is hard pe- enough. People school make is big honestly rash. hard enough. Well, I even think like with school, like I don't see the point in our like our kids, especially as they get later into their high school years. If they do a half day and then they take college courses online for part of it, or maybe they go, maybe they're, they've started up a video production business where they make video content for a, a realtor in film houses. And I'm just like, I'm making up a mock concept here, but I think we want to like, just let each kid decide what's going to be best for them. Cause each kid is going to have different interests and we'll have to play that by ear. I just think yeah, that but as a parent, it's your job to kind of guide them and to, you know, um, I guess like encourage them in certain ways like we're not going to just like do whatever you want because then what the heck will they do? like they it could go crazy that's so, why it's all about balance though. i know but i knew a lot of kids in my high school that would go to school all day and then they would work shifts all night and all over the weekend see i didn't I know just, kids i'll be honest i didn't know kids like that so that well and thing, it, it makes me sad because they might have had to to get to have their own thing. car no it's not it's happening all over really yeah you just grew up in a really wealthy area i was like okay let me put this straight though at the high school that i went to i was definitely one of the poorer families for sure which is fine but i'm just saying like in the in your area like yeah you were in a wealthier area oh yeah kids at my high school had like fat houses and i was like i don't that's not my neighborhood like my neighborhood was like i don't know how our neighborhood got into the high school district that we got into they do that on purpose when they district schools. but we got lucky yeah i was closer to like two other high schools but i somehow went to the high school that i went to just with how the districts played out i don't understand it but anyway yeah um i just don't want them to have to do that i just yeah i would avoid that at all costs i totally see what you're saying now i'm gonna get us on a soapbox here for a second you know what needs to be taught in high school more than anything Oh gosh, please don't say sex ed. No, financial literacy. Oh my gosh. Financial okay, literacy, Dave Abby. No, it's just because like kids are learning about trigonometry and all these all these subjects that you literally never use in the real world ever. Okay, kids that are engineers, taking all the math Dude, classes that they go. you took personal finance class. We did. I, I was lucky. I was one of the kids that went to a school where we did have a one semester long finance class in high school. But a lot of kids don't even have that. And it should be, I think it should be something that you take every single year. Every adult uses finance every day, whether you, real, you realize yeah. it or not. Every adult needs to know how to, how a budget works, how to budget, how to plan. And that's why this episode is sponsored by Rocket Money. Is it actually? Yeah, actually. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> that's hilarious. Okay, but um, okay, back to what I was saying. That's hilarious. I didn't realize that. Yeah, high five that's me good for that job. one. You're a smart woman, Abby. You're so... <laughs> um, even history, though, like I think history is so important and it needs to be taught in schools. But hey, maybe we cut out one semester of history. Okay, but here's my thing about sh- history. Sh- history repeats okay. itself. I get it. No, no, no. That's what? Not what, I was what say. did you want to say? Every year they started at the same part of history. So I really know about the Revolutionary War. Oh, everybody knows. Yeah. But I get foggy when it gets to more recent history. 
That's true. Like, I literally am still kind of, I don't even want to admit it. I'm actually a history nerd, so like I love history. Like, the 2008 history. recession, what the heck was that? We can talk about that after the podcast. Okay. We should watch The Big Short. That's a really good movie. No, I started that and I got about Michael so Berg. confused. Oh, you hated that movie. I love that movie. <sighs> and you kept pausing it to ask me to explain it to you. Yeah, and then you were rude about it. I making wasn't me feel rude about dumb. it. No, I was not rude about I'm it. I'm intelligent in different You're ways. You're very smart. You're very, very smart. <laughs> okay. Back to what Sorry, I was saying about personal finance, though. Get back on there. Um, I just think that everybody needs to understand how money works more. I agree. And it's not like... Mortgages. So many people think, oh, if I want to make more money, I just need to get a better paying job. Actually, no. Maybe the answer is figuring out how to live off of less than what you make, which actually isn't that complicated. A big part of financial literacy is just having the discipline to withhold gratification. And it sucks. Like we had a, a season in, in college where we were really trying to save. And so we didn't get, we talk about this all the time, but we didn't, we, we didn't get dollar ice cream with our friends because we're like, we're going to save. These are the times where I feel like you're trying to parent me. We're going to save that dollar. Why? Why would you say that? You're telling me how money works. No, I'm explaining it. I'm, I'm going to get off my soapbox now. I'm not trying no, to tell you. that's a really good point. I'm not trying to tell you how money works. You're very, very smart. You no, no, understand I don't know. I don't know how money works. That's why I'm glad I have you. We, do, we, we still make need a to great have, team. We need to have our 2024 budget meeting. Yes. Can we do that? Yeah. Let's have that. Don't look Let's at the some recent planning. purchases I made because I started to cross off my resolution getting new jammies. I got four pairs of jammies yesterday. That's awesome. It's very expensive. I actually just saw that we bought tickets to the Suns game for tomorrow night. Yeah. Yeah, I actually told you to buy those. Yeah, though, you did. Because I thought it'd be fun. It'd be a fun date night. We got the cheapest tickets, though. Didn't you get the cheapest yeah, ones? Yeah, but there? They, they get you with that uh, online service oh, fee. Oh, they the service fee. Screw but us. you know what? It's still fine. Anyway, anyway, all that to be all that is now that I'm I'm getting off my soapbox. I'm, I'm stepping off the soapbox. I think that people. I think it would just save so many marriages. I think it would save so many families from financial ruin because. Um, it's just something that's not taught as much and, um, people leave it up to families to teach their kids and which I, th- I think there is, there is stuff that needs to be taught in the home, but it's important enough that finances need to be taught in school. Did you see that everyone was clipping Mark Cuban on TikTok a while back? What? What did Him he say? Him being like, everyone's complaining about money or things like, I don't even know the exact, I'm not quoting him, yeah. so, but basically encouraging people to stop getting their morning coffee, like morning latte. Oh, people were pissed. Yes. Yes. And you know what? I see both sides this. I'm like, yes, yeah. the rational side. Yeah, you'd have more money if you didn't spend $6 on a coffee daily. But I really side with the other side because if you're going to a daily grind every single day and then that is your special thing that just makes you excited to start your day it kind of just it's romanticizing your work experience Mm -hmm. then i say carve that out of your budget every single day so here's the problem though abby and i'm gonna let me just say this though now let's take the scenario where you your car breaks down and you have a thousand dollar fix on your car and because you don't have the immediate cash that a thousand dollar emergency emergency fund to fix your car you have to go get a payday loan you have to borrow money from a friend you're basically going to have to go get into debt at a really high interest rate which is going to f you over so bad you have to go get a loan somehow to so that you can get to work or pick your kids up from school Mm -hmm. like how can you i guess you could take the bus but then that's really inconvenient and maybe it saves you a lot of time and money to have a car to get around so now you've effed yourself over because maybe you could have saved your $10 a day by not getting your fancy coffee drink. And if you would have gone, let's just say a hundred days without getting uh, your fancy coffee, I know that sucks. I know that'd be really hard not for some 100 people. Days. Let's say a hundred days, but you went a hundred days, you saved your $10 a day. Now you have a thousand bucks. Your car breaks down. Guess what? You don't have to go into debt. You don't have to. You didn't get any special coffees. Which is sad, but think about the the stress and toll that put mm-hmm. on your life. If you're like, oh my gosh, I can't afford this car repair. So I think that's where that's where that comes into play and so i would agree honestly i would agree with mark cuban on on that i would i disagree with both of you because (laughs) guess what if you if that car wreck that you're talking about would have killed you then you would have been like man i saved all this money for what and you're right abby but then if we look at the statistics most adults live to their 75 so for most people you're likely to live into your 70s so to spend all your money now talking to you you're more likely i just look at the numbers and what's funny is I will say I have a bias because sometimes I'm like, man, I look at numbers so much. I feel like I have an unbiased perspective, but every human While we're talking is about motivated it, let's by passion. The viewers of this, we're going to give away 10 coffees. 
How are, on, you, are you like Venmo on the people? Instagram. Are follow the Instagram. Okay. The day this episode comes out, I'm follow going to Venmo Pod- ten of you personally for ten special coffees. Yes, that's because really sweet. You know what? what? Everyone should have a freaking special coffee. That's really really sweet. And even if they might get some car damage, so ten people are getting ten dollars for their special coffee. Yes, that's so nice of you. I love that about you. You guys, Abby, we had some Girl Scouts come to our tour yesterday. <laughs> and here's the thing about Abby. When she has cash, she considers it free, okay? She's like, this is free money. Because, like, I don't know. We never use cash to pay money for anything. But she got $100 from her grandpa for Christmas. And actually, that might have been my $100, honestly, that you gave away. I think it was my $100 that you gave away. But these Girl Scouts came to the door, and Abby said, I want every box. And so we got one flavor of every single Girl Scout cookie. We've got to be careful because now people are going to, like, come to our door trying to sell us more Girl Scouts. We, ha- we already have and all the flavors. What? I would buy another box. Okay, don't say that. <laughs> but like, They we, were so cute. They came to the door. They like, were the sweetest They were describing every flavor of cookie. So, And I wish I could go to the door, but I was with the baby, so I couldn't and then get away. The grand total was $42 for every box, but then Abby was like, let him keep the change. Keep the change, kids. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this portion of today's episode. Matt, if I asked you how many subscriptions we have, would you be able to list all of them and how I much could. we spend on them I per could, month? Because Rocket Money has my back. Really? Rocket Money can track all of that information and they make it really easy for you to cancel your subscriptions. Exactly. If you like, don't... Maybe I shouldn't say it out loud, the specific pr- prescription that we were talking about, but you were like, hey, we could cancel that one. I could go on the app right now. Boom. Tap a button. Canceled. Thank you. Thank you, Rocket Money, for making that so Let easy. Let me explain what it is. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Didn't you say you did that one time? You let Rocket Money like negotiate one of our bills down? Yeah. So they'll actually call up your provider, negotiate your bill down. They'll be the middleman. You don't have to have that uncomfortable phone call where you're like trying to, you know, pretend you're an expert negotiator. Oh, and, I like, would literally them. do everything to avoid that phone call. Yeah. You'd, you'd probably raise your rate. You'd probably call to lower I'd be like, it let me tip you and your rate would go up abby yeah so like the fact that rocket money can handle this for us is they would convince the move. me that i need an additional no yes. service and i'd be like oh, okay fine. you would just add something to your bill well we they can lower your call. bills by up to 20 percent. oh it's insane it's really crazy and it's nice to see all your subscriptions in one place i don't even understand how that happens honestly but it's really nice to be able to see that especially well, in the day and age of free trials everything is a subscription these days yes. literally everything <laughs> Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Dang. That could be you, you guys. That could be you. You could save yourself money. You're yes. leaving money on the table. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash unplanned. That's rocketmoney.com slash unplanned. Rocketmoney.com slash unplanned. Back to the episode. But when door-to-door salespeople come to the door... I will admit when it's adults, it kind of rubs me the wrong way. I'm like, don't. Oh, come, no, that's agitating. It's really agitating. A I get, child, I get I'm really like, annoyed. take everything kid, in my wallet. I'm like, I don't care what it is you're selling. You could be selling poop. I would buy it. No, Matt, remember when those two sweet little kids came? They were literally just raising money for their private school. Yeah, and you just gave and money. No, you did. Did I? Yes. I thought you did. Did I? I thought it was you, yeah. I have a problem. I just give impulsively give. The problem is we don't have cash. So I was like, do you guys have Venmo yeah, or Zelle? Venmo. I think you... But then, no, this time you did have the $100 from your grandpa that we got for Christmas. Yeah, sorry, Papa. Um, don't Thank worry, you, I spent mine on myself and I spent Matt's on Girl Scout cookies. Yeah, Abby spent my Christmas gift on Girl Scout cookies. But you're going to love them. And actually, I came up with another thing. No. We can make a TikTok of us rating every Girl Scout cookie flavor. Which is a good business decision. So it was a, it really was just a business expense. Because now we can, now we're gonna make a video about us trying Girl Scout cookies on TikTok, which Abby doesn't even have the app. She deleted it, and she encouraged everyone I to delete the app. I love not having. So TikTok. now all of our followers Everybody on TikTok delete TikTok. Everyone you don't need it. I swear to you, everyone you will on, feel so much better. I already feel so much better. Everybody on TikTok that follows us is gonna delete TikTok. You're telling them all to delete TikTok. I care about them that much. <laughs> I love that. I, I really appreciate this, that. I will let this business die. Honestly, a podcast is a way healthier medium to consume content podcasts. because it just feels like you're in the same room with the people and you can hear their whole story they're not being clipped you're not hearing like this short no, you little period okay we do get clips all the time we also clip ourselves it's annoying cl- you clip have- us and set us up for you we, booby trap us. I don't want to booby trap us. I just want people to get excited about the episodes. And Actually, sometimes it comes back. you booby trap yourself. I booby trap myself. I do do that sometimes. Sometimes I do really stupid things. No, mate. You're not trying to. I'm not trying to. Sometimes I just make really... You've said this before. You said I'm the dumbest smart person you've ever met. 
Yeah, I think you're thinking at this level all the time that things at this level get overlooked. You know what I mean? You're hilarious. You want to talk about what I did the other day? We what? Can't, we won't say the brand. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes, let's talk about this. So, so Abby gets this DM. Okay, Abby's no, no, brother. Email. Wait, can we? Can I say this? Abby's brother's looking for a job right now. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah. Okay. Hit up Abby's brother, Blake. He's a very qualified marketing um, major. He's in journalism. He's in journalism, but I, also, I think he had a minor in marketing yes. from Missouri State marketing University. Marketing and advertisement. Degree from Missouri State University where Abby and I both went to school in Springfield, Missouri. It's a classic case very smart kid. of one of those frustrating things where it's like to get a job now, you need experience, but to get experience, you have to have someone give you a job. If you're looking for a journalism major or a marketing major, DM the Unplanned Pod Podcast. <laughs> DM the Unplanned Podcast in Instagram. the Phoenix area. He's highly qualified online because your brother is highly qualified and he can do an online job too or not highly qualified highly teachable yes hardworking, creative very passionate hard worker okay this kind of leads into what anyway abby gets a dm from this business that just so happened to be the business that abby's brother had just applied for a job with oh and get this matt it was the exact same person that interviewed him exact same person that interviewed him so do you want to tell the story i think so he'll tell he was unfortunately oh man we're gonna have to ask him if it's okay if we share this just whatever basically my brother was interviewing for this job and it was going really well and he was so excited for this specific job for a multitude of reasons i mean he's not the expressive type but i could tell that he was like yeah eager about the prospect of working with them he does interviews and then he finds out that they filled the position and yeah. it wasn't him and i think he was pretty really disappointed sad. he didn't yeah. say anything about it but he's just one of those people it's like i knew he was pretty disappointed at but anyway the week later <laughs> after finding this out because i asked him i was like how did it? it was literally less than a week it was that same week i get an email from the same person that interviewed him asking for us to work with them not like at the same capacity like not like to fill a position but to do some type of marketing for them <laughs> and i usually just forward those emails on to our we have a really awesome team that works with us. I was like, oh, let me just, let me just respond. <laughs> I was like, wait, I heard about you through my brother and I like put his name and I was like sending all this information. Do you want me to read it? Is this in your DMs? No, it's in our email, Matt. Oh, it's on our email. Okay. I don't even know how they got that email. Really? Yeah. Cause we don't give away that email freely cause they gave, they got to our, our personal email, our personal business email, but we have like an official business email in our bio, <laughs> Too many. which by the way, there's a freaking podcast scammer that keeps reaching out to all these creators and telling them that we're trying to have them on the it's podcast. It's still happening. And it's like this random dude. He's like telling people that they're, they're going to get paid money. And he says it's going to be like this Facebook live event for the podcast. It's so annoying. It still is going on. So if you ever get an email from somebody that says they want you on our podcast and they're offering money and say something about Facebook, Run, run okay it, don't it, ever get your give your facebook information the email will be the same email that we have in our bio or it'd be from our assistant business at mattnabby.co or yeah. addy at mattnabby.co exactly that would be the email or it would be from our agents at gersh there's no so, we don't have a single gmail we'll be contacting you from yeah exactly so like anyway that's beside the point but back to your back to your thing abby sorry do you want me to read the emails that's what i was pulling up it's not really relevant <laughs> but okay. basically i was like i heard about you from my brother and then they're like, oh, yeah, Blake was awesome. We just passed on his resume. And I was like, you know, I was like, it's pretty disappointing that it didn't work out because he is so hardworking, passionate, teachable, creative, uh, eager, motivated. Like I was like literally listing a thousand adjectives about why he'd make an perfect employee. For yeah. Him. And I was like, yeah, and I know that. Like, it would have been really cool if this, like... Well, you were you were mad. I was which pitching I was like, him. Which I was like, Abby, you can't be mad at oh, this I business. Oh, I knew I couldn't be mad, they were but just I still making, was. They were just making a business decision, and it's just like an actor auditioning for a role. You know that you're going to have to audition for 10 roles to get one yes. Okay, Matt, let me like, tell you something. It, your logical head can know something, yeah. but your emotional heart can know the other and they were at war and my heart was getting the my heart was out on the keyboard and i know that and too like, they were like i'm so sorry I, I feel the that the role is filled well i feel that on social media like sometimes i'll work really really hard on oh a video gosh. and i put my heart and soul into the video and then it tanks and it's like that's so frustrating because i put everything i had into that video thinking it would be like people would like it but for whatever reason, people didn't like the video. And that's just a hard truth of life. But you have to understand that if you do that, you know, 20 times over, you're going to have a hum home run. If you uh, apply at 20 different jobs, you're going to get a yes. 
Um, and you just have yeah. to you have to put in the work. You I'm know? so sorry, but it, he is putting in the work. Oh, I know he is. But being it's just, a big yeah. sister is hard because you just you really want to beat people up. Actually, sometimes. you do. You've told me before that you want to beat me up. Yeah, sometimes I just want to beat you up. You are. You could be a little bit a little bit aggressive sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I didn't actually want to beat them up. But I was mad, even though I knew I could can't be. They just felt like that, that person needed a job just as much, probably. But yeah. um, it's just hard when it's your little brother, and he came out here to be near us. And so I feel a little bit of personal responsibility, making sure that he has a job that he's happy with. So totally. anyway, um, hopefully. Uh, that person doesn't think I'm crazy. I'm just a proud big sister. And they said that. They're like, I know you're very proud of your brother. Like, yeah. They were so nice. And I wasn't rude. I was just like still trying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're like, the position is already filled. I wanted them to like fire that person and put him in the role or create a whole new position. Which, yeah, that's irrational. I understand that. How do you think we're being with making new community this year? Because I know community was a big focus for us in our 2024 I've been trying. I've been making more friends that, like, don't have kids. But then Mm. I'm like, I don't know how to hang out with them in a aspect like with you and our children. Because they're just, like, other – they're just guys that are single. Yeah, I feel like like I want to parent them. And I'm like, wait, they're my age. Yeah, they're our same age, Abby. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, they're, like, fun. I'm like, I think I need to invite them into the house and fix them some homemade dinner. Like, I have have buddies that I'll go to the gym. Some (laughs) lasagna. I, I have a friend that I'll go to the skate park with now. I have a friend that I'll go to the gym with. I have a friend, um, well, he's he's our friend Tanner who's like helping me film my music videos to promote my music. So like it's funny, <laughs> like all those people don't necessarily fit the best with like our whole family. Like it's better if you have people that also have a wife and a kid and then now we can all hang out because our kid mm. can play with our kid. Mm-hmm. The wife can talk to you. I can be friends with anybody, Matt. You really can. You are good at that. Oh, but no, I don't, I'm not trying to say that as like that some, type of way. I'm saying like you can invite them over even totally. if they don't have. What's funny though, sometimes I invite my friends over and then you'll talk to them the whole time. But then, which is fine, which is fine. Like sometimes I, I think I like. You go quiet. I, so then I, I, I fill quiet. in the gaps. Yeah. Sometimes I'm like not present. Wait, do you think that I take over conversations i dominate conversations no i don't think you do i think you're just really good with people and i think you're very personal and i think you're just fun to talk to so i think that's just why it happens i just think it's rude if they're in my house and i'm not talking to them no you're definitely we've talked about this too like there's been times that we've hung out with, like with my parents and you were like i felt like i carried the mental load of that no, the social weight the social weight because sometimes like i'm off in la la land which is part of the reason we were just talking which about. is part of the reason why i started drinking alcohol more because when i have alcohol it loosens me up my brain can shut off from work mode and i just Matt, you're snap making out of it, it sound like you get drunk you have one no drink. i have one drink and i do it, 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 it would be like once a week i guilted yeah. you though because i was like if you're gonna break dry, dry january <laughs> that was kind of toxic oh, of yeah me. you did i was you, like if you're gonna break dry january for your guy friends then you can break it for me because I made a fancy dinner for us and you can have a okay. glass of wine with this meal that I made. That dinner was sexy. That it was. was that was it a was sexy dinner. And we didn't even sleep together that night. I mean, we slept together in the same bed, but like... Did you need to share that detail? I don't know. I just thought it was funny that it was like, <laughs> we had so much sexual tension and it was just like, all right, night. <laughs> it wasn't our day. It wasn't our day. You know? No, it wasn't. That was our day off. It was our day off. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh um, that was that meal was delicious though i yeah we i could have that every single week so abby made white um, wine chicken yeah i guess it's called white homemade mashed potatoes it tasted like it was from the cheesecake fresh factory green beans absolutely phenomenal one of the best dinners you've ever made thank hands you. down thank you um and you, i'll be honest the wine paired very nicely with the dinner because it was the same wine that was in the chicken ah that makes sense yeah okay and that was indeed um my my fifth alcohol beverage of of dry january something really cool that happened recently is that matt's song went trending on instagram yes congratulations (laughs) i feel like it like has to feel so validating for all of those people to be using your audio to i don't know basically like bookmark very important moments in their life yeah i i feel like super super thankful because that the song I like right now, this is one that I actually wrote a couple months back and like just recently for whatever reason it went trending. It's kind of cool how social media works that way. Something that mm-hmm. you put out a while ago can just all of a sudden go trending. Um, but a lot of people were using the sound and making videos to talk about how they like their current life circumstances, good or bad. And it's it's really cool to see so many different people from different walks of life sharing um, 
like what they're thankful for essentially it's basically mm-hmm. like a song of being like i'm thankful for right now i'm happy that i have this beautiful life that i have and i'm choosing to be thankful in my current life circumstances because i don't know what the future holds and i can't go reverse time so i'm gonna be happy in the here and now so it's just been really inspiring to see like people who have had fertility issues people that have um you know had different illnesses in their life people that have like I don't know, had some catastrophic event happen in their life, but now they've come a long way and they're like, I like right now. And it's just cool to see how everyone's story is completely different and how this, the song ties indirectly to their story. Mm-hmm. Um, so My favorite one though, I literally, I'm sorry, I always do this. I always switch my favorite to the most recent one you've had, but really your most recent one is my favorite. Oh, the most recent song. Yes, because okay. I can just see people, like anyone that's getting married in 2024, Send Matt's most recent song. What's it called again? Give me your worst. Give me your worst. Yeah. Send Give Me Your Worst by Matt Howard on Spotify to them because I'm telling you, it is going to be an amazing wedding song, first dance song. I love the message behind it. I feel like it's genius, honestly. I know you wrote it with somebody, but like the lyrics of saying, Give me your worst, or at least I'll try my, or like, or I'll give, wait, something about like, Give me your bad days, mistakes, losing your cool in your library books that are long overdue. When you're breaking apart, yeah, I'll be the glue to your mess. At least I'll try my best, so give me your worst. How you say, at least I'll try my best, so give me your worst, best and worst. Like It's just genius. Thank you. And it's, that I was love, my idea. I love how it's also like not your typical love song because that is the most arguably romantic thing about marriage is that like you're seeing each other through your worst moments like my worst moments i've ever had in my life have been with you yet you still love me like that you've seen me at my worst too we've both seen each other at our worst and there's something about that like that bonds you but also can make love just so much deeper Mm -hmm. that like obviously you're not typically thinking about those worst moments on a day like your wedding, but you're agreeing on your wedding day to go through those worst moments with some, that, uh, that person. And what a beautiful, difficult commitment that is. You know, like the worst, this is so morbid, but you know what the worst moment I can possibly think about? Death. Like that, that to me, that's why in the song, why I was like, why are you always hitting with that, a death conversation that's literally why, every single day of our life? That's why in verse two of the song, I'm like, till death to us part, maybe we can skip that part because it's like, I don't want to think about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's why watching the movie up, I literally was in tears when we watched the movie up. Cause I'm like, I cannot wrap my brain around seeing the person that I love more than anything die. And when you marry someone, like you're literally signing up for that. At least one of you is, you know what I'm saying? Like one of you is going to go first. And that just, I don't know. I don't want to think about that. Guys, does anyone else's husband do this? Where they give you an existential (laughs) crisis every single day of your life? But the thing is, okay, here's the thing about life, Abby. What makes the good things good is the bad. I understand. We felt this in our yoga class. So like in the hot yoga class, we got a little <laughs> uncomfortable doing some like workout like stuff. We were doing like squats. We were sweating really hard. We got a little uncomfortable. Then the like zen, namaste, peaceful moment at the very end was so good because we had just gone from being super hot, sweaty, and uncomfortable to now we're at namaste. We're in, We're relaxing. She was sprinkling us with this. It's not. No, that's was shavasana. It's it, not. We're not. Was it eucalyptus water? What? Lavender. Lavender oil. It was, lavender. was it lavender water? We got sprinkled with lavender water. It smelled so good in the room. My point being, death is horrible. I don't even want to think about that. I hate that. But because we know that exists, it makes our life meaningful. It makes everything that we go through if one if none of us died right what would be the point like what would be the point of like being fully present right here with you right now in this moment enjoying this time right you always hit me with these conversations on i don't know a maybe random I, sunday i have deep i have these deep thoughts all the time i don't know why i just think about this crap but it's like that's what makes life meaningful because like our time is so precious and so that's why that's why it's like i want your best so give me your worst and I'll give you my best, so give me your worst. Like it's it's these contrasts of like to have the best things in life, you they do not come without the bad things. It just doesn't exist, you know. Mm, beautiful. That's my philosophical thoughts for the day. 
philosophical 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 is that oh my the gosh word? there's so many words that matt accidentally <laughs> mispronounces inevitable In- inevitable i'm sorry i know it i know how to pronounce it now oh wow well Memoir? thank you that really means a lot that you like that song and that so that I one is it. that one's and I actually literally start humming it and i think it's like I'm like, what is that song? I love it so much. It's stuck in my head. Oh, yep. That's my husband. He's a freaking artist. That means a lot. Something about you, Matt Howard. I will literally be in the front row if you ever perform with a big old picture of your head. A picture of my head? <laughs> I don't know. Isn't Why that you- <laughs> how you show your support to people? I don't know. One time at my brother's uh, football game, his senior year of high school, we had these big blow up things of his face and we went to his football game with See, him. See, I would do that for you. That's really nice. I get a shirt. I'll do that too. I'm going to do that when you're, when you're an actress. I you're, do, honestly. You'd be so good, Abby. No, you're no, such a good actress. I'm act. not good. No, 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 no. Stop wanna, it right there. I, you're, you're a phenomenal actress. Okay. You're very, you very good. You are not based on that. And I, want, I actually want you to go with me to the, when I shoot my music videos i want you to go with me no. because you're such a good actress you can help me walk through to be a That's better actor because i'm an eh, i'm an eh actor i can i can do it but it's like not that good i have to do a bunch of takes i to just find. want to take acting classes is what i'm but saying but like you're you're really really talented and it's part of the reason why you're so good at social media like you're just you oh have this gosh. raw natural talent and you're very likable and you're very in tune with your emotions you're just really really you're a phenomenal actress you you're should totally so nice. you should totally get back into acting no i don't want to i don't need to do it like for pay or to like get a role even i just want to do acting classes again because i just want to have i just want to do something fun part of the reason why i'm trying to do more of the music stuff though is like in my brain i guess i consider whatever the market deems as good to be good so it's like i could do this whole artist journey and not release the music and keep it to myself but something makes it more fun that like people are like actually listening to it mm. and actually making videos on social media with the music and they're actually going to use my song as their balls. as their first dance song. You have guts, Matt Howard. Thank you. That's what I like about you. That's really nice. And you. you have balls. I have balls. I do actually have those. You do, in a metaphorical sense, mm. have balls as well. That's the nicest some thing you've big, ever said to me. Some big ones. <laughs> Thanks, honey. I love you. You're sexy. I love you so much. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening to this episode of the Unplanned Podcast. If you could please uh, like subscribe or something, we'd appreciate that. Um, And we'll see you next week. (laughs) (laughs) Three, two, one. Peace Peace out, out, dudes. dudes.